Hey guys, welcome to Athena's Might. I'm your host, Pauline, and this podcast centers around the benefits of strength training for women, female health issues, as well as how lifting benefits women's health in general. Throughout the show, I'll be bringing members from the Lady Lifters, the UNCC female weightlifting team slash club, and we'll be talking about their experiences about how weightlifting has benefited them physically, mentally, and emotionally. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy. Thank you. Hey guys, welcome back to Athena's Might. This is episode 14, and I'm your show host, Pauline Elieta. So I know I am really wanting to do another interview, but as of lately with school, just being school and having so much time dedicated to homework and really struggling to make time with scheduling and stuff like that, I just want to be transparent. There will possibly be an interview, maybe one or two episodes from or after this one. And I just wanted to be transparent in that because it's honestly really hard to get people on board with what we're doing and what I'm trying to do with my podcast and my creative endeavors and my content. I just want to make sure that the episodes that I am able to produce by myself or to even, you know, record is quality because I just don't want you guys to be listening to bullcrap. <laughs> That's like the best way I can explain. But something besides more my more reflective episodes, I do actually have something informative today. Haha. That is actually fun to talk about. Not fun really. It's a struggle and it's a pain in my ass. But anyways, so today's topic will be about dieting, meal prepper, <laughs> sorry, meal prepping and learning how to cook. Now, this is a really complex issue for me, and I do want to just go back in time, backtrack a little bit, and say I am really much so a perfectionist. I'm a big perfectionist. I need things to be great at the first round, even when it can't be great at the first round because I may or may not know how to do something. And even with that in mind, it still pisses me off because I was raised to be you know, to be really, not really good, but to try to be good at what I'm able to do or my capabilities. And that's transferred over a lot to fitness and cook, uh, sorry, cooking and working out. And it's difficult to really find a spot to express that, you know. So I feel that this is a very relatable topic for a lot of people especially with making a big transition into living a healthier, more fulfilling life and being more physically active. For some people, they might want to get into bodybuilding. For some people, they might want to get into powerlifting or both, aka powerbuilding, which is a really cool world word and even world that I didn't even think about. So definitely that's a premise that I really want to tackle today because I've had a new experience with Drum roll, please. <laughs> I started on a new workout program, so which is really cool. I love it, and it's been so fun lately because I am able to have a sense of structure and really develops a sense of consistency and discipline with working out that I haven't had in a long time. I used to be like that. I used to be very committed and disciplined and knew the specific specificities of what I wanted to do in my workouts when I was starting out maybe two or three years ago but I've had an opportunity to connect with the campus strength and conditioning coach shout out to Adam if you're hearing this Adam you're a slayer to help program me uh, 
you know, like a set of wor- workouts, set of exercises that I can do to slowly get back into the gym and get back into that sense of discipline that I haven't had in such a long time. And with that in mind, besides training something, I have to learn to balance and manage by myself is learning how to take care of myself. And that's not even to say in an emotional sense, but also in an actual physical stance. And by taking care of taking care of myself, there are two core aspects. Actually, no, there I would say there's kind of three pillars in building a better life for yourself, but primarily this is more towards let's just say building muscle and just getting stronger. I'll just generalize it to those two main ideas. And the three pillars are dieting slash eating, sleep especially and your training so i'd like to think i have the training part down for the most part but dieting and sleeping are kind of going at it you know and it's difficult i would say in tiers of not even tiers in the ranking of how much i have a good grasp on it i have a pretty good grasp on definitely training sleeping and dieting now why is this well let's just say when you're asian When you're in a culture that eats a lot, you know, a lot, especially for Filipino culture, we tend to eat a lot of fatty food, very high in carbs, very oily. And I grew up with that food for a long time, right? And it's difficult because now I'm starting to stray away into learning how to, you know, actually portion my food. And I haven't really thought about that in a long time because the way I grew up, I grew up gorging kind of. And I have some tendencies to stress eat or just really eat when I'm depressed a lot. And it kind of is like whatever is in the fridge, I'll eat it. And it's a very dangerous mentality because your body needs sufficient and nourishing and even nurturing food. It doesn't need all that junk food like people. I'm not dissing anybody because my own boyfriend does this. But I don't know how you'll be drinking them energy drinks, for example. Like I can't, bro. I, no, that's just not me. I can't even really drink coffee because my tummy would hurt. I am a tummy ache survivor, okay? And even, yes, being a tummy ache survivor, I'm now more conscious of food I have to pick or I have to eat because I don't want to be running to the bathroom every time. But besides that, I wanted to really establish first how difficult it is to kind of, I'd say, deviate or stray from a culture where food is such a predominant way of showing love and hospitality. And that Filipino culture is no different from any other culture right but for me I grew up with a lot of like like what I said before fatty very meaty foods too and vegetables were I think for my part like from what I remember growing up vegetables were incorporated but they weren't portioned to as how they they weren't given a lot more um let's just say I think it would reach extremities when I would eat with my family. Even after leaving the Philippines, I would eat way, I would have way too much vegetables on my plate and then way too little carbs or have it be reversed and stuff. So I didn't really develop a sense of balance in learning how to eat properly, learning how to portion my food. And I really think it's worth to talk about this. And I think it's also really wise to talk about how culture plays into a lot of how you treat food and your and deviating from the fact that food is food can have a lot of sentimental value and I think because of it being having so much sentimental value it makes it very hard for me to transition to another type of lifestyle where 
I'm not eating the food I grew up with because I'll be honest with you, maybe this is a little too deep into it or whatever. But like when you grew when oh, sorry when you do grow up when sorry when you grow up with so much food and so much types of food that you loved as a kid, and now all of a sudden you're an adult. Let's say l- like 20 years later, you think, oh my god, this food was really not good for me. I need to eat something else, and then. You look at everything and none of it appeals to you because it's not the food you grew up with. It's really hard. And and like what I said, I think it's worthwhile talking about it because we are now in a space where culture is a very predominant topic. People can really go in depth with their own histories and connect it holistically with everything they want to do in fitness and in their lifestyle, which is what I think is important too. And definitely with me learning and trying to stray away from food is or from filipino food or maybe even modify it i've had to learn how to track my calories and even because of that i've had a lot of difficulty with tracking my own protein so i use my fitness pal and i'm starting to track my protein and like my food because i want to meet i'm going to make sure i according to my app, because it doesn't also log my data from my Fitbit for some reason, because I'm just not so tech savvy like that anymore. <laughs> I feel like I'm, get, I'm getting senile <laughs> for some reason. And it's just, it doesn't log my calories from my workout. So every time I look at the data on my Fitbit, it's so disproportionate because it doesn't have the workout data, you know, like two to three hours of my new workout program that's three times a week so it just assumes that I am just only really gaining my exercise from walking and whatnot and then today it's so funny I ate three slices of cheese pizza like leftover cheese pizza for lunch and I didn't have breakfast and it put on like this disclaimer it was so funny and kind of sad it's like hey you're under eating like you might need to look into nourishing foods and I was like ah well shit you're right man like come on (laughs) and I just kind of looked at it and I kind of felt defeated not gonna lie and I really have been thinking and wanting to establish like a new cooking routine or having to develop and force myself to just be okay with screwing up a lot right because that's what happens in cooking like you screw up all the time but you make it work right and something that that drove me to kind of go down a rabbit hole of being like okay so if I want to cook right how can I make this work for myself so I immediately thought hey maybe this could help too with everybody else maybe scheduling a day once a week twice a week maybe just cooking on the weekends to get into that routine habit and getting more familiar with the kitchen because here's the thing I love cooking I just hate screwing up during the prepping phase if that's what you call it yeah I hate screwing up when I'm preparing ingredients like I just feel so self-conscious and I don't know why but I think for me like my priority as of now is just learning how to cook on the weekends because I'm so busy during the week I have a lot of stuff I'm doing and whatnot it just gives me time to kind of be a human being and <laughs> get in touch with, you know, working around the kitchen and whatnot. So with that in mind, I will say this is not to say all is all is in vain, right? Because I found two really fantastic resources that's encouraged me to actually get into cooking. So number one, as a lot of people can guess, or people that know me personally, I'm a YouTube girly. I just be on YouTube. Like, I don't know anything else that's happening in pop culture, but I know a lot of things that are happening with 
this really obscure video game from the 2000s for some reason. I don't know. And with that in mind, I love doing my little YouTube rabbit hole. And I remember maybe a month ago, I was really wanting to look at good cooking channels, right? So you have your binging with Bobbish and you have, or not binging, but you have cooking with Bobbish and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, what's like, you know, what is a YouTube channel that can really suit my needs in someone that wants to learn how to do things quick, but also be given sufficient enough information? And then I stumbled upon a really good YouTube channel that I think everybody could benefit from, especially from my ladies, you know, because we got to eat. Holy heck, we got to eat. We got to eat a lot if we want to get strong and get them, them big muscles, you know what I'm saying? So I have really enjoyed watching this YouTube channel called Quoke. I don't know how to, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's on my laptop right now as we speak. But I'll spell it out for you. It's capital K W O O W K. So it's like let's quoke. I don't know why. I'm, I think the guy is like European and he thinks he's fancy. No, I'm just not I'm not I'm not dizzy. I'm just kidding. But so what is really different with him is that he feels really relatable. So he has a lot of eth- not ethics, but he has a lot of credibility because he's around our age and he's showing different types of food that we can make. And this isn't, you know, this is not as different as any other cooking channel, right? It has comparisons of what you should eat around, not even you should eat around, but like different cultures of different cultural foods. And I think it's amazing because it's such high quality content, right? And there was this one video in particular that he made, and it's called Why You Should Never Meal Prep as a Student. Let me repeat that again. Why You Should Never Meal Prep as a Student. That's insane because for somebody like me, I'm always, you know, told by the culture, hey, you got to learn how to meal prep. And I'm like, okay. But I actually thought about it. Like, I don't want to make the same meal over and over and over. But with his premise, with watching his video, and it was really helpful to actually look into it he suggested this one core tip that i really love and i feel is really manageable and sustainable in the long run because at this point i'm really looking for more sustainable actions or habits that people can benefit you know and one of that is or actually the core principle is to prep the ingredients maybe at the start of the week so like at us on a sunday or the following week right to prep your ingredients, so any, I guess, any groups of ingredients you have, and once you're done prepping them, however you have to prep them, you will just assemble your meals during the week, and I think that's amazing, and that's something I definitely did not really know, because I was always taught, like, you make your meals as you go, you don't do really anything else prior, so let's say if you have, um, like chicken and stuff, you can pre-cut it during the week and you can learn how to freeze half of your veggies or your fruit and stuff like that. And even looking at these comments, one of them is really helpful and that's actually where I got like the little tidbits from. It's from this YouTuber, not YouTuber, like this commenter at ClippyChan530 and they said, one of my biggest tips is to pre-cut portion and freeze half of your fresh vegetables, fruit or even bread. I always found that towards the end of the week slash early into the next week, my fresh food would get kind of funky. Ooh, I'm also incredibly forgetful, so a lot of it would get shoved to the back of my fridge and go bad. 
Freezing whatever vegetables or fruit I wasn't using that day in pre-portioned bags made me more likely to use it later in the week and made it not as much of a big deal as if I forgot about it. This also works with pre-cooked meat, but heating it up can turn it dry. I personally don't mind because of the convenience, but everyone's different. So stuff like that and finding the nuances and how you can meal prep is really awesome. And discovering it too with my basic status as like, beginner cooking and you know not really cooking a lot is really awesome because it takes off a lot of stress for me to be perfect to make one meal at a time if that makes sense so and it's also just for people that are lazy with cooking like I think I'm in the majority where I love to cook but I'm just lazy and I just kind of eat whatever my sister makes and when I told my coach that he just chuckled and like sighed with disappointment anyways (laughs) so besides that i really recommend you guys to check out how to quilk that's a really goofy really goofy name in my opinion i just can't but his video specifically why you should never meal prep as a student is really good because it divides into chapters and whatnot of all-purpose staples groceries you can make your goals of prepping and it breaks us down and learns well, not only learns, it teaches us and it taught me that there's a lot more layers of technicality and methodology to cooking. And I feel that it's so important to really break that down to for someone really wanting to cook for themselves, not only because they're lifting, but because they want to just eat food that they genuinely like and it's good for them. So to go into our last resource, we have this really cool app called Zest and By no means, this episode is not sponsored by Zest, but it's Z-E-S-T, Zest Cooking, right? So Z-E-S-T Cooking, you can find this app on your iOS or in the App Store or the Google Store for Android users and whatnot. And the most awesome premise is essentially think of it this way. It's just Duolingo, but for cooking. So I have it pulled up on my phone right now. And it's super cool because it's very streamlined and it's very easy to navigate and whatnot. The freaking mascot is a cute leak. It's a leak with cute eyes and I love that so much. So what happens is that when you pull up this app, you eventually start with, hey, so what are your goals for cooking, you know, and they will help categorize you into the level, quote unquote, that you're in. And once you're done with that, you'll have a menu. It'll tell you your level one. For me, uh, it's so cute. I'm sorry, I'm looking at it right now. It's adorable. There is the, like, on the main screen of the page, it'll tell me what level I am. So I'm level one, stepping into the kitchen, right? And it'll give you recipes according to your level that you can try and make. So I'm looking it down. I can heart it. I can like it. I can add it to my menu. It can tell you whether it's vegetarian friendly or whatnot. I think it may have a gluten-free feature. I don't know. But it's really nice because it helps me just break down what I can make with the limited knowledge that I do have. And the end goal for me is I'm not saying I'm dumb or anything. I'm struggling. And I think that's a lot better and it's more realistic and easy to go with. And Admitting that I'm struggling is really awesome for me because I thought I was really dumb for a long time just because I couldn't handle certain things. And it's really sad. That's a whole trauma story for another day. And I'm not going to go into it. (laughs) That's just goofy. But anyways, um, so it recommends me recipes. So one of my recipes that I really want to try is creamy coconut tomato pasta. I don't really like coconut, but I think I'll try it. It might just 
take out the coconut completely and just add tomato pasta. There's goat cheeseburger. I don't know about that. I don't really jive with goats a lot of the time. There's sweet and savory brunch biscuits. There's curry chicken salad, Korean army base stew, or bude zuge, if I pronounced that correctly. And it'll give you all different, like, it'll give you so many different recommendations of what you can do and in terms of the complexity and why they recommend it to you. They'll explain it and stuff like that. There's ravioli with pesto. It'll tell you, if I click this menu with ravioli with pesto, I can change the serving size or how m- or the amount of people I'm cooking it for. I can add it to my menu. Also, there is an app or there's a feature in the app on the bottom part of the screen where you can explore. You have your, like what I said, your menu. So the list of food you want to make. You have your shop. So basically ingredients that you have to look out for. So it's really cool and it's so convenient because I'll be honest with you. I haven't used this app for a bit, but I may, I'll probably try and do it today or tomorrow because girl needs to learn how to cook, you know? But it's so fun because it just makes cooking more like interactive rather than me going and, okay, now I got to look up this recipe online. I got to, you know, print it out because I need to print stuff and read it and stuff like that. And it's so. not only is it convenient it makes me just feel so happy because everything's in one place and I love a very good thorough explanation so if you if I go back and let's just say um let's say if I want to pick again creamy coconut tomato pasta it'll also explain like an overview of the amount of time it'll take to prep and core concepts too this is a really fundamental part in the app that I recommend everybody to look at for a hot minute the it'll tell you like focusing like what you're focusing on when you're cooking so learning how to cook with salt boiling pasta and stuff like that the equipment you're gonna probably need techniques they include balancing begin boiling salting simmering and also my favorite part the instructions right so that's so fun and i really am so happy that people are making or not even making they're investing a lot of time into this app because I found it really helpful and even if I haven't cooked in a hot minute I feel that I'm a lot more secure in what I'm able to do and whatnot and the fact that I have more confidence in gradually learning and bettering my skills in the kitchen so to summarize it all up guys I've been having trouble cooking but who else doesn't have trouble cooking who else struggles with being in the kitchen and thinking I gotta make this food perfect or else I can't eat and I will trash and feel bad for wasting my sources my my food my resources everybody feels that way at some point in their life I just feel that these two resources in especially for college students like somebody in our early 20s you know we're gonna be out in the real world sometime soon we gotta get equipped now these two resources are really fundamental and really good in adjusting and helping us make the transition, not only from, you know, being a young adult to adulthood or mid-20s or whatever. It's just learning how to cook and learning how to c- take care of yourself and really engage and invest our time and effort into what we eat because a lot of lifting and a lot of getting better is just learning how to cook and learning how to eat well. So I hope these two resources were really good for the both of you guys, for not the both of you guys. I hope these resources were amazing 
because I feel that they're amazing too. And I feel that they are very informative and credible in their resources and their actual like experiences. Cause I've already read reviews for Zess and people like them a lot and whatnot. But I really hope these two last few sources and this overall topic is helpful for a lot of you guys, especially for my girlies out there that don't eat for some reason. Ask me, I don't be eating a lot anymore and it's insane. But I really hope, like what I said, that these are helpful, that these are insightful. They can help you guys in your journey in however way you want to better yourself because it's so important for you to know what you're eating. And it's just not worth eating all that junk all that time. And it's not saying, I'm not, I'm not dissing a good cheese pizza, but I'd rather eat a good tomato pasta than good pizza. You know what I'm saying? It's just... Learning how to be better is the hardest part in your life. But anyways, like what I said, please, everybody check out the YouTube channel, Quoke. I hate saying that, Quoke. Uh, I feel so bad for this guy. Yeah, check out the YouTube channel, Quoke, and download the app Zest. It's available on your iOS or your Android. These two have really gotten me into the mood to cook and get in the kitchen and get my hands dirty and not oversalt any, anything and everything. But definitely check these out very helpful they've been really convenient for me on my on the go as a student and somebody that really is in the gym a lot of the time so like what I said I hope these resources were helpful for you guys and I'm really excited because next episode I might just tell y'all I made some really banger pasta okay so that's what I'm looking forward to but anyways thank you guys for listening and as usual I hope you guys have a good one